people think I'm damaged goods. I'm worried about losing my job. Will I ever get a transplant? I want to see my children graduate from college. How can I afford this? I don't want to be a burden. I'm afraid. I'm overwhelmed with information. Sometimes I wonder if I'll ever fall in love and get married. I just want to play with my friends. You're listening to Kidney Talk, streaming health, happiness, and hope to the renal community with your hosts, Lori Hartwell and Stephen First. And welcome to Kidney Talk. And I am so excited, Lori, because there are so many celebrities here at this National World Kidney Day. That didn't make sense that a national and world, it's well, just it's world, world kidney. It's world kidney day. And we're, we're keeping it Hollywood. Yes. And there are so many celebrities here. And we are sitting here now with one of the loveliest actresses who was on the George Lopez show, Miss Amy Garcia. Welcome to the show, Amy. Thank you. Uh, how much fun was that working with George Lopez? Did he keep you laughing the entire time? Yes, I no longer had to do sit-ups because I was constantly laughing and my stomach muscles were tightening on a daily basis. So I really didn't have to work out anymore. And he's just a blast. I mean, he's such a leader. He has so much energy. He has very contagious charisma. He's a life force, you know, so to be working with someone who is just an incredible entertainer. It's just great. It's like a dream come true. Oh, well, I know fantastic. several years ago, um, part of the story of the George Lopez show is he came down with kidney disease. Yep. What was that like for the whole cast? Well, I actually came on board afterwards, but I know even after I came on board and he had the transplant, he always says he's part woman. And everyone on set. He has a set. female kidney, huh? Exactly. His wife donated his kidney, <laughs> yeah. right? What I an have amazing... Male kidney. Yeah, well, I, that's I, true. I, I keep the toilet seat up when true. I go to the bathroom. I, my, kidney was from a, my, my kidney was from a leprechaun. So oh, okay. I now really celebrate St. Patrick's that Day. Does that, yeah. that why I find you at the Irish pub? Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. That's why you're so lucky. IP Green. <laughs> IP Green. So, so other than you know being on the George Lopez show, do you have any other connection to kidney disease or do you have family members or anything like that? No. I Thank I, gosh. Yeah, I feel you know really lucky. I, I really had no idea that that kidneys were so important until I met George. You know, it flushes out your system. You don't even realize how one drink here and there could really be so hard on your kidneys and overwork them. And I think it's really important, especially for people in their 20s, to realize that if they detect it soon enough, you know, they can prevent kidney disease from turning into kidney failure. Right. What, what I found amazing as when I got sick with kidney disease, that it was so prevalent, like one out of seven people one have, in seven. have yes. some sort of kidney disease. Mm-hmm. And I was amazed at that kind of statistic. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. because high blood pressure and diabetes are, are so prevalent, that just mm-hmm. leads to kidney failure. And so, so you learned a lot about kidney disease working with George. I did, especially in the Latin community. We don't have the best diet. We're not mm-hmm. really prone to health. We're overweight. Obesity is a big problem in our community. So I think it's really, really important to help people realize that they have to get their family history and they have to watch what they put in their mouth because, you know, we're like a car. And if you put in crappy fuel, you're going to have crappy performance. But, mm-hmm. you know, just seeing George, I mean, from... You know, hearing from how he was before 
he had his kidney transplant of being, you know, lethargic and tired all the time and your body's working overtime to seeing him just be this life force. You know, when I came on set, it's just amazing how someone can go from a near-death experience to a complete rejuvenation of just energy and creativity. So has it changed your whole perspective or do you have a new perspective on organ donation now that you've actually seen it or was it just some kind of abstract concept before? It was an abstract concept before, and now I've always wanted to be an uh, organ donor because if I can't use them, someone else must, you know, might as well. And I, you know, I'm, I'm pretty healthy, so I just try to make sure that, you know, I want to I wanna just keep encouraging other people that if you're dead, people, let's put those organs to use. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. agree I... with that. Well, tell us about your new show that you have coming up. It's an NBC show called Trauma, and it's executive produced by the producers of Friday Night Lights and Peter Berg, who executive produced Lars and the Real Girl and directed Hancock and the Kingdom. I love Lars and the Real Girl. Did you ever see that movie? Yes. You know, one of the people, like one of the reviewers said it's like the 10 worst movies of the year. I thought he was crazy. I laughed so hard, and I thought it was so good. Yeah. I just love that movie. Yeah, no, it's a great team, and I play a helicopter pilot. So I've been interviewing a lot of helicopter pilots, and I'm an Army veteran. I did two tours in Basra, Baghdad, and Fallujah. Wow. You so, did? Well, my character. So I've oh. been getting into boot oh. camp shape, actually. <laughs> they, they asked me, like, I know. you're in really good shape, but can you look like you just got out of Fallujah? And we shoot in three weeks. And I said, I, but, um, but it's great. It's supposed to replace ER, because ER is on NBC, and it's the final season after, I think, 13 years or something. No, you so, are a wily on dialysis or something. <laughs> you yeah, are just working like so. a bunny now. That is yeah. so fantastic. You must be so happy because, you know, well, it's so hard to, to maintain working in Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, you're on a series, you know, and then all of a sudden you become Gary Coleman. Yeah. Who also has kidney <laughs> disease. You know? I know. Yeah. Well, you know, that's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for coming over and sharing a little bit of kidney knowledge of what it was like to be with George Lopez. And I look forward to seeing you in your new new series. Oh, I can't Thank wait you. to watch that show. I love that show. And I haven't even seen it yet. <laughs> and we have another celebrity. I am so overwhelmed with celebrities now. And I, I got know. my autograph book out and my little camera and everything. Uh, Steven, you can't carry your autograph book around like that. It's embarrassing. Uh, but, but I hear that there's so many celebrities here and we have one sitting here. So keep it cool, okay? I we know. have Joaquin Pastor, I almost said Phoenix. Isn't that weird? Jo- Joaquin Pastor, Joaquin. and he is a young actor, and he is so—he's getting so popular. And yeah. he did Californication, which is a wonderful show. That's on Showtime, right? Yeah, that's right. I, I you know, I, yeah. I, I have not seen that show because I—I I don't get Showtime because I'm too cheap. I tried to steal it from my neighbor one time, but he caught me. You know, you know how you can steal cable from your neighbor. Yeah, I do know. I'm glad I don't live next to you. <laughs> So tell us about kidney disease and what your relationship is and why are you here anyway? Um, I I know it's an incredible cause. I've yet to be tested. And uh, I'm here to be tested today and I'm here to support the event. Mm -hmm. And how many kidneys do you have? Two, I believe. Two. Two. I just met someone who was 33 years old, had no idea they had one kidney their entire life. They just found out at 33 years old, one kidney. Well, that happens a a lot. I actually just um, edited a story about a woman who was going to give a kidney 
and they found out she had kidney cancer in the process and they were able to remove that kidney and she never had any problems. So actually wow. her donating a kidney prevented her from ever, you know, the cancer flourishing because she would have never really? known. Thank you so much for coming in and, uh, you know, being tested today because you're making a wonderful example and encouraging more people to get tested. So I thank you. Thank you. Well, we're here with Marsh McTari. Is that correct? That's very Did good. Did I get actually. it? Yeah, oh, good. I so love Marsh McTari. And he's on this incredible <laughs> program on National Geographic. And that's my favorite channel other than Judge it. Judy. Yeah. Well, I like Animal Planet too because National Geographic and Animal Planet helps me not adopt more animals because I can watch them on TV. That's right. And tell us about your show on Nat Geo. Well, Nat, it's, uh, it's called Perilous Journeys, and I basically travel some of the world's most dangerous roads. And, uh, I mean, it's taken me, gosh, from Bolivia to the Himalayas to the Arctic, Panama, the Darien Gap, which is actually just made famous from those uh, FARC gorillas. That's F-A-R-C gorillas. What kind of gorillas are FARC gorillas? Well, they're the terrorist organization out of Colombia. Oh, I thought who, they were uh, real gorillas. Uh, I'm like, oh, that's a new gorilla. Some, yes, I they eat a lot of bananas. <laughs> No, they, 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 were, they were in the news recently about um, abducting that, the, the French lady, Betancourt, yes, who was yes. the... okay. Exactly. And the three U.S. Um, servicemen who were also abducted for five years. So I had 10 Panamanian armed guards with me at all times. And oh, I, wow. Was pretty, that was a pretty scary... Scary that is pretty so scary. I was going to say, are you really scared? Are you oh, God, are you yeah. fearless? The fear or? that you see on my face is all real. All believe real. me. So is <laughs> it what what keeps you going to do that kind of job? Is oh it? My God. If you really look at where you want to go on holiday, I mean, you give you a blank page and write down all the places you want to go. I mean, you, yes, you're going to hit the Mexico's, Belize, maybe even Mauritius, ooh, a little island off Africa. But when people say you can go to Panama, you can go to the Darien Gap, where fewer than a thousand people in the last ten years have really gone into uh, the Arctic. Go dog sledding with, uh, I mean, to Africa, to the roof of Africa, to a tiny little country called Lesotho. All those places, all for free on somebody else's dime. And I get to memorialize that <laughs> so my daughter can see it. Oh, it's just... It's amazing. What's me, your favorite place that you've been? They, they all have, you know, pretty special meaning. Um, I don't know. You know. The Himalayas was pretty mm -hmm. spectacular. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. So we're here on World Kidney Day, and you've traveled the world. Um, what have you learned about kidney disease since being involved in this process? I mean, you, you don't have kidney disease or any relatives. No, thank goodness I don't, but I'm, I'm getting tested today. And um, I just, you know, it, it holds no, um, it doesn't really have any uh, target, if you like. It'll go after anybody. So mm -hmm. you just, everybody's got to get out there and get tested. And uh, my my manager actually is, is very good friends with George Lopez mm -hmm. and the, one of the founders of this uh this event today, so I wanted to show my support and come along and get tested and just raise a little bit of awareness because, uh, like I say, it, it, it can go after anybody. Yeah. Oh, we, we don't understand, you know, so many people don't understand how important their kidneys are, and a lot of the people listening have been through the whole process, but they really need to tell their families and be spokespeople and tell them because it doesn't hit home till you actually, you know, know somebody who's had kidney disease. And George has done remarkably well with his transplant. So he's a great spokesperson for us. Oh, he certainly is. And it's such a beautiful love story as well mm -hmm. with him and his wife to hear yes. the sharing of, of organs together. I mean, gosh, it doesn't get more deep than that. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. My definition of a real man is what kind of health plan he has, but maybe I should find out what kind of <laughs> blood type they have too. It's when Lori was that dating, that's the first thing she would ask people. <laughs> what kind of health plan you have? Yeah. What are you sure? Just like when you go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> it, it turned out okay. Good. Yeah, well, I see a ring yeah, on your finger. Yeah, That's <laughs> yeah, 11 years. It's, uh, you well, know, congrats. he works for the city, and you can't get better insurance than somebody who works for the government. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
brilliant. <laughs> so how long have you been over here from uh, the UK? I've been here for six years now. Uh -huh. And what's the, what's the biggest difference? Because I just came back from the UK. What's the biggest difference for you? Oh, God, the cultural difference is, you know, we, we all speak the same language, but God, we invented it, and you guys really murdered the language. I know, <laughs> I agree with that. My wife and I have that discussion all the time. It's is your wife schedule. a Brit? She, no, she's from Omaha, Nebraska. Do you go back to Newcastle? Uh, not that often. Mm -hmm. You know, my, I still have family out there, my mother and father, but they come out over to the I US know your favorite summer vacation, the most dangerous place you've been, Blackpool. Blackpool, pretty dangerous. Yes, especially, I know. Especially on a Saturday night once yes. you've had a couple of drinks. Exactly. Very dangerous. Oh, that's I've been there. Do you have any exciting places that you plan on going next? Well, I just finished shooting a, a pilot for Fox, which is uh, called Who Am I? And that's a genealogy show. So I, I've gone all over the, uh, the southern U.S. doing that. And... Oh, so you like trace people's family trees exactly, and stuff? Exactly, yeah. It's, um, wow. It's basically taking celebrities on their ancestral journey, if you like. Fantastic. Oh, that's so interesting. Right. It, it, I mean, it's well, they need to know because then some of them could be organ donors, too. Well, surprisingly <laughs> enough, in the pilot, we have, um, a, and I'm kind of giving you a little bit of an exclusive here, with one of the uh, celebrities, she has a very um, a prevalent history of Bright's disease mm -hmm. within the family, and she had no idea. So she will. I don't know what Bright's disease is. It's, it's it you're too it's smart. It's a renal. Disease. It's a renal. Disease. Oh, it is. Mm -hmm. What does mm -hmm. it mean? What is Bright's it's like, disease? It's a genetic disease, but I believe it has to do with anti-inflammatory. I believe, but I'm not positive. Uh, well, I think Bright's disease is a. Is a it's a kidney disease of mm -hmm. some sorts. Mm -hmm. and, it uh, it's an old name for mm -hmm. it, I believe. Bright's disease. Whereas I think the new the new name would be something along the lines of a renal failure. Failure. Um, so she had absolutely no idea, and now I think she's going to be an avid. Map follower of your... Uh, and this is a big radio. celebrity? Well, yes. I, I, I think I Who was it? It's Shannon Elizabeth. She was in oh, American oh, yes. Pie. And, uh, yes. She also was in the Dancing, Dancing with the Stars. I love oh, that show. Oh, yes. I secretly want to be one of those dancers. I, you know, can visualize myself pirouetting on the dance floor. I know it's never going to happen, but... Oh, gosh, um, you can do it. <laughs> believe. Do it. Shannon Elizabeth, I knew, it was, like I, I knew she was either in Dancing with the Stars or Dancing with the Wolves, right? I knew that. <laughs> Shannon Elizabeth? You might remember from American Pie. Nadia, right. You know, she had Why are you doing a motion for <laughs> large breasts? I was just Is that what you noticed? I was saying she had a wonderful personality in the movie. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I've never oh, seen an American Pie. It, you know why? It's because I'm diabetic. And, you know, the pie and everything. Got to steer clear of those, yeah. yeah. Well, we really appreciate you coming out and sharing your story and, you know, we look forward to seeing you on your travels with well, your new you. shows. And thank you so much. And I'm going to watch that Fox show, the genealogy show. Well, That's great. So oh, my gosh. There's so many celebrities here yes, at World Kidney Day. Keep I it can't at stand Hollywood. It. Keep it Hollywood. Keep and we're here Hollywood. with Ann Lopez. That's right. Keep it Hollywood, baby. Keep it Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ann, tell a little bit about, you know, your story. And I hear you actually gave George a kidney. And how did that happen? Well, you know, um, George, he... You know, he would get physicals every year. You know, when you're an actor and you're in a project, you have mm -hmm. to get checked out by the doctor and stuff. But, you know, he would always pass his physicals. He actually popped his Achilles tendon. And when he had surgery, that's when they did the extensive blood work. Wow. Um, and they found that he had elevated kidney levels. So that's when he went to the kidney doctor. And we found out that he had a congenital defect he had narrowing of the ureters and also where the urine collects is usually on most people it's like a wine uh, like a like a funnel his was like a wine glass so his whole life urine was backing up into the kidneys and ruining mm. his kidneys oh my god and yeah. you know he was from a low-income family if he had gone to the doctor sooner 
Right. He could have had an operation to save his kidneys. He just would have gotten, you know, his ureters done. So we went to the doctor, and uh, it was so funny because we used to call our doctor uh, Dr. Doom because he had the worst bedside manner. He puts up George's, <laughs> yeah. George's x-rays, and he goes, you're sick. You're very, very sick. And we're like, great. Hello. Oh, Good morning, doctor. Good morning. How was your day? Yeah. I know. They don't always have the best no, bedside no, manner, do they? George in denial about having kidney disease? Or did he say, oh, my God, you know, you got to You know, we me. were both shocked. Yes. I mean, it was yeah. shocking. Because when it comes out of the blue like that, you know, yeah, he was tired. and But, you know, he was a stand-up comedian flying all over yes. the country. Who's exactly. not tired? Right. You know, we're all tired. Right. We, had, we, we all lead such mm-hmm. stressful lives, you know, jobs and kids and... You know, church and this and that. I mean, we all lead such very stressful lives that you think it's because of what you're doing, not because of something that's wrong with you. And so when, you know, they put these x-rays up and, you know, we were both completely, we we left that office numb. Oh, absolutely. You know, numb. I mean, when they tell you something like that. shock and denial. Yeah. This can't be happening to me. No, he was 38. And they said by the time he was 45, he would need a kidney transplant. Wow. And he lasted till 44. Um, oh, so he lived with the disease for a while. Six years. And and did they tell him, oh, don't drink more than 48 ounces a day? You know, he was doing food? a lot of things. Diet. Yeah. Um, we put, uh, they put stents in his ureters, mm-hmm. but they said that his kidneys were already so far gone that it, it was only stalling the inevitable. So they were trying to keep him, you know, he lost weight. He was trying to keep him as healthy as possible until that day when he would need a transplant. So we knew for six years, we lived with it for six years. That he knew that day mm-hmm. would come. Yeah. And so that, at what point, what was his creatinine at that point where they said, okay, you need a kidney now? I think you it was 14. Uh, 14. Wow. 14. Yeah. That well, is pretty how high. did he ask you for a kidney? He didn't. So how did it come I about? Offered. Tell our tell Well, it's funny because uh, when the doctor said, when the doctor, you know, we're in there and we're like, you know, our eyes are wide, deers like, you know, in the headlights, we're just in shock. And when he said kidney transplant, I turned to him immediately and said, I'll give you mine. And he looks at me and goes, stop joking. This is serious. <laughs> For once, <laughs> stop like, joking. I, I am serious. I am serious. And you had no reservations at all? It just at a moment? No. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. It, 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 you know what, Stephen? I'll tell you. This was one of the things that I found so interesting was um, people, after I gave the kidney, people would come up to me and say, I can't believe you did that. But not like, oh, I can't believe you did that. Like, like really, I can't, I can't believe, believe you, you did, did that. Right. And to me, has our society become so cynical that giving another human the gift of life is is not appreciated and, and thought that it's like some amazing thing. I didn't know that our story was going to be as big a story as it was. I thought, oh, okay, it'll be a little news story and then it'll go on because to me it was perfect. Now, granted, I grew up with two doctors. My parents were both physicians. I'm very oh. used to the Hippocratic Oath and saw my parents. You know, So I wasn't really, you know, I grew up near hospitals. There's- it doesn't scare me. Hospitals don't scare me. Um, but... The bill scares me. The, yeah, the bill. The bill <laughs> the is bill. not. The bills are not so nice. Yeah. But it was very funny. Like you know, when when you get um, screened to be a kidney donor, you go through a lot of psychological testing. You know, they don't just let anybody be a kidney donor. You can just, right. you know, you have to be approved. And um, you know, they kept asking me, "Is anybody paying you? Is anybody coercing you? You know, because they want to protect you." And finally, I just said to the psychologist, "I was like, look, I take my wedding vows very seriously." 
We've been through richer and poorer. We've been, and, you know, we've been, yeah. you know, it's now this is sickness and health. Right. This is sickness and health. I, of course I'm going to give him my kidney. Yeah, because so, yeah. I had a stranger, like I told you See, before. See, to me, those are the real heroes. G- yes. Give me his kidney. Yeah. And, of course, he had to go through psychological training. And right. He passed, like, you know, ever. Yeah. And me, I failed it because I acted like Amazing. such a nut. Well, but, well uh, today is this. Yeah, but this is such, you know, it's so important. And today being World Kidney Day. I know. Is, is, it's just such a great day. people aware. Yeah. You know what? It's so funny. I just, I wear my rubber bracelet. Yeah. A lot of but a lot of people have asked me, oh, what is that for? Me too. You know, and me too. I, I get to tell them. Absolutely. You know, and, Absolutely. Uh, yes. No, it's, it's very so important, important, the awareness. And today, you know, we've been um, really focusing, you know, for our keep, which is, you know, kidney early evaluation and prevention, we um, are focusing on uninsured SAG members because, you know, the writer's strike hit Hollywood so hard. So many people didn't make their insurance. So today no. they can come. They can get checked. And the statistic, what is it? One out of seven people have some sort of yeah, kidney some disease. Yeah, some sort of kidney yes. disease. And they it's don't huge. Know. And it's high huge. blood pressure and diabetes are the number one causes. Yes. And then, and you know, we have 100,000 people on the transplant, transplant list. And 90,000 are kidneys. Nine out of ten right. of the transplant patients are kidney patients. I was patients. shocked when I registered at UCLA. They said, oh, well, now the wait list is seven years. Yeah. And they're only kidney. doing about ten to 15,000 kidney transplants a year, I think. So if you do the math, it yes. doesn't really add up. No, we it doesn't. We need more people to be Donors. donors and that's yes definitely. you know that's what i try to tell people it was people don't believe me but it was the easiest operation i ever had you know i had a 10 pound baby that was hard i broke my ankle <laughs> in three places that was hard giving a kidney you know they don't it's so funny because you know the movie steel magnolias they make it so melodramatic and you know they used to do it where they would cut you in half yeah, they do, I have a tiny, really? yeah. Well. you know what i have a tiny four inch scar in the front, right above, you know, my belly button. And that's it. It was, it was so easy. I mean, it's, of course, it's an operation. It's an operation, but you but know you're what? in the hospital, what, two days, right? Two days. George was in the hospital four days. He's playing golf ten days later. I mean, that's come on. That's exactly what... You know? Does George have any female traits now since he has your kidney? You know, it's funny. I think... I don't know if it's because of the kidney or just because of facing death and, and you know, conquering it. But he, he is a much more compassionate person now. Um, I think as a couple... We don't sweat the small stuff. We don't. Oh my gosh! You know. I, I went through the same thing. In my 30s, I was just so nervous about everything. Being an actor, I got to get this role, and I want this role, and I I want this much money. I want my dressing room to be a little bit bigger. Now it's like, just you know, Whatever. I don't care anymore. I'm healthy, and you know, yes, yes. there's it so matter. much more important things yeah, to there life, is. you know. But I just, this is not a joke. Did you read in the paper the other day? You're talking about being a donor, and that they. I got the donor's kidney they took out with no incision. What? They took it through the woman's vagina. Yes. They oh. went in her vagina. That's, that's a new grabbed one. Grabbed the kidney and popped it right out of her vagina. Oh. That's giving birth. In a, not only is it giving the li- gift of, that's really giving the gift of life. Why, why, why do men always want to tell that story? Yes, I, 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 I'm, you know, Stephen, I don't really know how to answer that. I'm, I'm, well, I'm a, a little flaclept right now. I, 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 I'm a little shocked, and well, that's a good I, I don't to, know how to answer to that at all. No, you've you've a, stumped me. That's a good way to A vagina end, kidney guess. transplant. Yes, all right. Exactly. Fabulous, Alex. didn't pop it out of the lady's ass. We can control our own destiny. We can take charge of our health and ask questions about our medical options. We can form partnerships with our health care team. We can take steps towards self-improvement. We can be sensitive to the impact of our disease on our family. We can sing, dance, laugh, and enjoy our lives. We can appreciate today and look forward to tomorrow. We can help and support our fellow patients. We can pursue our hopes and dreams. We can make a difference.
The opinions, recommendations, statements, and advice contained on Kidney Talk are for information only. You should not use the information on the show to diagnose or treat a health problem or disease without first consulting with a qualified health care provider. Please consult with your health care provider about any questions or concerns you may have regarding your condition or dietary regimen.